The following program contains discussion of content some listeners may find distressing. Listener discretion is advised. Hello everybody and welcome to the Cinema Catch-Up Club, the podcast of films that you probably should have seen by now. I'm your host, Dr. Stephen Platt. Thank you very much for downloading this week's episode. And this week, we're going back in time 55 years to 1968 uh, to watch Rosemary's Baby, the original version. And joining me as always, we have someone who has seen the film before and someone who has not. Our guest who has not seen the film and back on the program for the first time in 2023, it's Kato Sullivan. Hello. Hi, it's me. It's another film I haven't seen. What a surprise. Yeah, we got you back back to rights after yeah. after Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Look, you let me have seen one. You let yes. me see one and then, yeah, back onto my, my mm. whoops, I haven't seen it. Excellent. Um, uh, it's been about six months since you were on, so uh, Happy New Year, Kate. Yes, thanks. <laughs> Um, how, how has 2023 been so far for you and the world of science? Good. Uh, uh, lots of sciencey things happening. It's, it's fun. It's good. Things, things are great. Uh, but I'm also like fresh off of my Perth Fringe show doing really well and taking it to Melbourne now. So Mm. like less science more oh god i have to make theater again and, mm. and remember how to, to do all of the things and just in case we have any melbourne listeners which i know we do yes. uh, the name of the show uh all the best roles are written for men because that's a show that sells itself mm-hmm. uh it's running during melbourne fringe second to the eighth of uh october more details to follow about venue and stuff once i finish conversations with them excellent rosemary's baby mm. what do you know about this film uh, it's the one where Mia Farrow has the haircut that everyone wanted for a period of time. Correct. <laughs> the short blonde bob. Yes. Uh, yes. Um, there, there's a baby and something about, like, Satanists or something. That's about the extent of my knowledge of this film. Okay. Oh, and it's horror-based, which is, you know, great when we're sitting in a room that is literally black. Yes, uh, we are in a bit of a, a dungeon room, yes. uh, which maybe gives away who the other guest is, but mm. we'll, we'll get to them shortly. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, how, how are you with horror in general? Um, I don't watch a lot of it, but that's not necessarily an indicator of anything other than I don't watch a lot of movies. Mm. Um, I tend away from it, but not because I don't like the style and more Mm. because the people I often watch film and television and stuff with aren't super horror people. Mm. Um, But I like, you know, I play the occasional game of, you know, horror themed TTRPGs for, Mm -hmm. for, you know, thematic reasons. Yes. Excellent. Um, well, luckily for you and for me, we have someone who has seen this mm. film. Uh, welcome back to the program, Robert Woods. It's me. How you doing, Rob? Hey, about a seven. Hooray! Hey, hey. Uh, Robert, um, welcome back. It's been a couple of months since you've been on as well. Yeah. Um, any exciting projects you want to plug before we jump into this? Oh, um... <laughs> No. On the spot. There's not a sequel to an ideal host, like an, an idealer host coming up? Uh, a more ideal host. <laughs> we're, we're like frantically trying to, you know, do grant applications and, oh, and, okay. and write pictures and get scripts written at the moment. So, mm. no, the only things I've done are like TV commercials that you would have seen that I might not want to admit to <laughs> making because you'll tear out your hair in frustration at me. So, <laughs> All right. Well, we won't plug them. Instead, we'll talk about... Rosemary's Baby. Yeah. In a vague, non-spoilery sort of way, what is Rosemary's Baby about? Rosemary's Baby is about Rosemary, mm. and she is pregnant, and um, and she's gonna have a baby, and mm-hmm. 
And things go a bit weird for her. Just a bit weird? Like, like you know, all pregnancies are a bit weird. She eats cardboard, gets cravings, like that kind of yeah. weird. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to look. I, I, Satanist. Yeah, you've already said it. So. <laughs> yeah. There, there but is, like, is it Satanist? Or is she crazy? It's a paranoid thriller. And it's like one of the OG paranoid thrillers. This is like before the 70s hit. And this is before The Exorcist and before The Omen and before that whole wave. This mm. is like the original prestige horror thriller. Mm. Excellent. And uh, this is obviously the film that's directed by um, uh, problematic director Rowan Polanski. Yeah. Mm. Um, from, well, quite early in his career. Um, I, before the problems even. Mm. Um, yeah, mm. it's... Polanski's an interesting one because I, I, I don't think i've watched a lot of his work um but in terms of he's obviously a a, a tricky cu- customer to talk about to put it lightly but in terms of like his work that he produced during um the the 20th century where does rosemary's baby sit for you uh it's definitely right up there mm. his earlier stuff uh he he's done in his early career he did a lot of thrillers a lot of uh, these kinds of um, getting into the psyche of a character and being very subjective. Um, and I think he was coming like straight off Repulsion from for this one. Um, so another film with just a female protagonist in an apartment and it's pretty much that's the entire film and it's all about her mental state and slowly going insane. Mm. And this is a similar kind of thing, but there's... Uh, a lot more bones to this. Um, and it's, it's blown out a lot more and it's based on a book. So um, it's got that going for it. Um, it's in colour. <laughs> <laughs> We're in colour now. Yeah. Um, he's It's his first studio film. Oh, so okay. Robert Evans got him for, for Paramount. And mm. um, and so this this allowed him to then go on and do Chinatown and, and bigger and, and better things um, and navigate the whole studio system. So it's it's a pretty important film in in that regard, mm. um, and definitely one of my favourite of his. Mm. Um, out of many great films that he's made, Excellent. even though yes, yes, yeah. even though you have to have that big old asterisk of ooh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, with all that being said, shall we watch Rosemary's Baby? Sure, let's yeah. do the thing. Okay, for those of you listening at home, pop on those DVDs, load up those streaming services, and remember, this is no dream. This is really happening as we watch Rosemary's Baby. Welcome back, everybody. We have just finished watching Rosemary's Baby or the Good Omens prequel. (laughs) Or the um, Hot Fuzz prequel. Uh, many, many <laughs> films. Uh, but, uh, yes, I'm joined once again by my special guest, Robert Woods. Hello. And Kate O'Sullivan. It's me. Kate, it was your first time watching Rosemary's Baby. What did you think? That is a roller coaster of a film. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, that happened. Uh, there's definitely scenes where I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> um, Righto. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is my first time watching it through in full yeah. I, I'd seen scenes uh, because of film studies mm. classes and so I knew what the the twist was as it were coming yeah. into this um, but but watching it all come together as one thing was 
was really quite interesting. But did you know? Did you know the end? Did you know the, um, the twist? I, I yeah, and I don't quite know how I knew the twist. That's yeah. the, that's what's the but like, but also in saying that, um, the part I knew could well have been interpreted as the second she finds like she's doing the witch's bit. Could, yeah, that could have been the same interpretation until the very mm. very end. Like so, functionally yeah. no, but. Yes, and adjacent. Yeah. Yes, adjacent. Yeah, you, you knew that um, Satanists were involved. Yeah, yeah, but you didn't know that it was oh, the son of Satan, the, yeah. the spawn of Satan, yeah. spawn of Satan. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's true. That's why I can't call it Rosemary's um, Tiny Human, which is kind of what I yeah. want to retitle this film. <laughs> it's just question it's, mark. It's just occurred to me that Spawn is a good um, non-gender specific yeah. name for a child. Um, I don't know that a lot of parents want you to call them Spawn. Nah. <laughs> I don't yeah. think Dark Horse comics would. No. Either. Oh, you know, fair no, point. Yeah. Yeah. The... yeah. Same with the thing or swamp thing. Yeah. You know, the, n- none of these are good names for babies. Um, but... Offspring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we, 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 the, the story is for those of you who've not watched it, and if you haven't watched it, stop right now and go and watch it. But we've kind of given it away already. <laughs> um, that Rosemary uh, is, is moving in with her husband, Guy. What's his face? Guy Woodhouse. Guy Woodbrush, whatever his Wood, name is. Wood, Woodface, Woodfitches. <laughs> yes. Wood in acting. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, but the two of them, they've bought an apartment. It's 60s New York. Everything's technicolor and it's great. Mm. And. Uh, they're, they're thinking about having a baby and then his acting career starts to take off. Um, and so they're like, yeah, we'll have a baby because he's now not just been in Luther and nobody loves an albatross. but <laughs> <laughs> He's now, because they mention that all, a lot, a lot, almost as many times as they mentioned the product placements in this oh film. Oh my God. Um, so much... which, yeah, which is incredible. Um, but yes, uh, they have a baby or they want to have a baby. Mm. Uh, and then she falls pregnant. Mm. We'll come back to that because <laughs> that's a whole Quote unquote. Thing falls pregnant yeah mm. Mm. and uh, then yeah we follow the journey from uh, woe to go from conception to the the child being born yeah uh and uh, along the, the way spawn point yeah the spawn point and and along the way we <laughs> we discover that um rosemary may have accidentally ended up being or very deliberately been a part of um a cult to bring the the spawn of satan and the antichrist into the world yeah yeah, that's, uh, that's a plot. Yeah, and as the child was born in 1966, I think technically a baby boomer or Gen X. I'm not 20, sure. 28th, so six, six, June, six. June of 66. So yeah. Six of 66. Yeah, sixth of 66, yeah. yeah. So 28th of 66. So I think maybe an early Gen Xer, actually, I think. Also, although technically it's six, 28, six, six because America. Yeah. So <laughs> that I enjoy. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, they they change that date system as soon as Adrian's yeah. in power. He's like, we're switching it back to my birthday <laughs> school. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's a it's a wild ride. Yeah. Uh, Robert, when did you last watch this film? Uh, oh, uh, should I check? You can actually. Yeah, you've got the the database. Um, whilst he checks, um, I will ask you. Yes, Kate. When was the last time I watched it? Never. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, no. What I wanted to ask though is, is mm. so you 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 didn't know what the final resolution was, no. but when it came. Was it satisfactory? Um, look, do I kind of want to absolutely do a parody take of that scene where he's like, yes, we're Satan and Satan hails. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, kind of. I just want to parody the living crap out of that. Because it, mm. it's not that it comes out of nowhere. It's that it doesn't feel like a good way to reveal that. It was very, okay. ta-da. Yeah. Like, now we are going to lay it all out for you in about 15 seconds. Okay. As opposed to, yeah, I don't, I don't know. No, but also like, yeah, like fine. Cool idea, bad execution. maybe. Yeah. yeah. More like, I was like concept. Yes. Weird. 
like very cool sequence and then just suddenly <laughs> surprise satan. satan yeah when did you last watch this rob i last watched this on the 13th of april 2018 at okay. the cinema oh. oh so uh about five years ago then yeah um how how was it watching it in the cinema because that would have been on the 50th anniversary of its release mm. yeah it was it yeah. was a uh, very i remember it being very loud um the music, especially that, mm. that harpsichord, that clashing note in the harpsichord mm. being so piercing in the high ends in the cinema. But there was a big crowd there. I took a friend who had never seen it before either. And um, and it was a fun watch. Mm. I, I, for, I had forgotten how, um, how leisurely it is with the setup and yeah. developing. Like you really, I, I think you really a- get into it and you kind of like, you kind of forget that you're watching a horror film for a yeah. long time or like that it's a thriller. And you're like, oh, that's right. These things start yeah. happening mm. for a bit and then they lose it and then they come back, but then they lose it again. I feel like that's, that was my problem. It was like, it was so leisurely and ramping in such a way. And then suddenly it was mm. like, and it's over. It's and like, I was like oh, it, it oh, is oh. very like, okay, climax now. Mm. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> End film. And it, it's interesting because... As, as we were watching this, and certainly as it concluded, um, my, my mind was drawn to Mother, which we watched last year on the podcast. Yeah. And Mother, um, it, just in case you haven't seen it, Kate. <laughs> which I have not. Uh, <laughs> but here we are. What's, similar, what's similar beats, not quite yeah. the same story, but similar beats yeah. of like a, 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 a mum-to-be mm. um, and a single domestic setting. Uh, but and, and a sort of tension that ramps but th- th- this felt like to be honest it did it did just feel like a very 60s version of mother it felt like this <laughs> rosemary's baby walked so that mother I could feel, run I, yeah okay. <laughs> i mean sort of the wrong way around but yeah yeah, yeah, like, the, yeah. Uh, well rosemary's baby has influenced so, so many, many yeah. films mm. since it and i i feel like right now we're in the middle of a boom of yes. pregnancy horror mm. specifically yeah. and i don't know if that is because all of a sudden there are more female filmmakers in the horror scene mm-hmm. or female filmmakers in general in general mm-hmm. yeah and and there's more like or there it's just like it's having a moment or like the whole I feel like also there's there's that benefit of like it's not you don't need a lot of locations so you can make it I don't want to say you can make it cheaply because you can't but like mm. it, it's not like you need a it's, billion it's sets psychological and... thing as well like yeah. so it's not it's, usually a lot of makeup and stuff involved and uh people seem to be really gravitating towards the psychological horror mm. uh, as like prestige kind of horror mm. now yeah and it's 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 a great film i i'll say mm. I, I i very much am more in the camp of it i like a slow burn into the the big reveal of the horror uh, mm. i suppose Wicker Man uh, would be yeah. more my, my speed, mm. as opposed to something with lots of like jump scares and blood and gore, yeah. which is great in its own way. Yeah. And certainly there, there is a bit of blood and gore in this. And mm. I think the fact that it's used quite sparingly means it's quite effective. Mm. Like when poor Terry's on the pavement, oh. even, even though she's, it looks like she's covered in paint, it, yeah, it, 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 it still works. Yeah. Like it's like, that's, I mean, I haven't, I'm very fortunate to have not seen anybody who has fallen from a height to that point and, and exploded mm. on, the pain, on the pavement. But it still communicated like this this horrific image, yeah. Mm. And it was really effective, and I, I I liked that it chose the story was such that you weren't going to get much of this, but it chose those moments very sparingly. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's yeah. I, I feel like the the reason I, I I didn't love it 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 feels and maybe it's just because twenty twenty three sensibility, but 
it feels very much like you've you've spent all this beautiful time setting everything up and you finish it very quickly and almost the dialogue is part of what the letdown is less mm. the scene work or the like cinematography of all of it but just like suddenly suddenly hail satan yeah like, like it, it it does fit like when she from the point where she's had the yeah. baby or like she the the point where she Goes through the door. Has that very final turn yeah. of like wanting to see her original doctor. Yeah. And then and then it's like full blown conspiracy. Her her doctor her original doctor is also a Satanist. Yeah. Her mm. husband is a Satanist. Everyone around her is a Satanist. Um they pull her in, she has the baby, she loses the baby, and then goes through and then it's Hail Satan. <laughs> but mm. it's it's almost like I've, you've, you've earned the conspiracy theory. The bit you haven't mm. earned is that final scene in with the black um, so rocking... Ha- how, how would you propose it be done? Because the, the thing is, is I, what, what, I, what I keep thinking back to is the idea of seeing this in the period that it came out, in the, the late thing, like, 60s. I think that's what I'm saying. I think yeah. it's so much yeah. that it's the 2023 20, sensibility. Because it, like, it was very effective. Yeah, and like, I could, it was hugely popular. Yeah. Mm. And yeah. shocking at the time. Mm. And I think if like the film in general is effective, it's mm. just, unfortunately, I feel like I'm just like, oh, <laughs> yeah. at the end. Because like, it, yeah. I mean, yeah. we've seen so many films. Like, well, I, I've seen so yeah. many mm. films. That have yeah, and like because because the Wicker Man, not the same thing, but has a similar ending where it's oh all of these people were in on this thing that mm. we weren't aware of. I actually think you're more aware of it in this film uh, yeah, than, yeah. than something like The Wicker Man. And, and like it, but it has got to the point where um, Hot Fuzz has mm. an ele- a plot element yeah. where it, it's basically taking the mick out of Rosemary's Baby almost. Yeah. Um, it's, not, it's not quite the same beats, no, but, but, it, but it's, that, it's that same yeah. sentiment. Hereditary did it as well. I don't know yeah, I and so it's, it, it, it's something that like has been done a lot. And I, I, I guess maybe it's more because it came first or it's the, certainly the first And I wonder if that's is, what it is. That like, yeah. Because I've seen so many versions of that ending that have made it yeah. feel not justified, but the dialogue justifies it in a different way. Yeah, it, I can't, just went, yeah. Ow. it can't just be Roman going, it's the child of, of Satan. Satan. Like, I was like, oh, yes, I, I, I kind of got that. Thank mm. you. <laughs> yeah, it's... Yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah, maybe it, like with the rest of the film, maybe less is more because they... I, I don't like it when films over-explain things. Mm. And it feels like maybe in the 60s, people needed... A little more. Needed that yeah. spelled out for them. And mm. we, or and maybe, or just me and us no. here today, yeah. just yeah. don't need that. Like, because we kind of knew going in. And also because we, we, are so, we are so exposed in now to media that is longer form and different form. And we get so much of that nuance and those side of things that Mm. we just kind of look at things where it's like, this is the thing. And you're like, I'm not watching a documentary. Why, um, why, Mm. why are you gifting this to me? Let me, let me show you that I'm smart. Yeah. I I mean, together. I I appreciated them stating, no, it's the son of Satan. Like Mm. I appreciated them saying that because I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. Like, like sometimes ambiguity can be fun. I feel like this film did so much with things that were amb- ambiguous turning out to be key plot points mm. that it was nice that it it still wrapped that up. Like, well, there, yeah. I do know there was a huge debate about them actually showing 
the baby or not. The baby. And seeing, I'm glad I didn't seeing have the that. face. I think it's really smart I'm that they I'm glad did I didn't have that. I yeah. think it, if I'd had that as well, I would have been like, boo. It, it could have done. It, it could have. Mm. It, made it I, th- I feel like it could have dated it even more if it, like if it, yeah, the, and the I, effects I think, didn't look good or if if it just uh, what, didn't yeah, turn you, out you well don't wanna, you don't want and it also completely gets rid of the any possible ambiguity that could be left any yeah. threat of that um, well mm. yeah and uh, I don't know I, I I almost feel like what you wanted was more I, I hate the phrase show don't tell when it comes to film and performing arts and stuff but mm. that like don't tell me it's the son of Satan. Show me visually. You're using a visual medium. You have color. It's it's like well, that's something I think they do quite well with up, the up until that point. I'm like, yes, I'm with you. Why? Like it was yeah. so because I because re- one of the things that I really love about the film is um the the impregnation mm. scene and the dreams and the way that it flows into. And depicts dreams. Yeah, that's sort of like... that state where mm. she's like in the apartment, but then on the ship and the sound of it, the sound of the clock, yeah. it's yeah. always going. And so like you kind of... It's very Alice in Wonderland for me. And I was like, the, oh, uh, like... Dramatic good, flashbacks. But, yeah, too many... <laughs> yeah. I just sat through three months of an Alice in Wonderland exhibition, too many flashbacks, but like not Fair in enough. a bad way, just yeah. in a like, yeah. yeah. Um, I think that was done really, really well. We, we um, probably should talk about the... Um, the scene. The scene that mm. was... Uh, the, the one with all the little warning flags around it. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, content the... warning for anyone who wants to skip ahead a small chunk of time. We've got some some delightful uh, sexual assault discussions to come in yes. for a moment. Yep. Uh, because, uh, obviously, it's the devil so it's not going to be a nice uh, way that um no. that the the spawn of satan is um conceived and it, yeah go ahead it is interesting at that point in the film like if you don't know if you're if you're in the 60s and you're watching it for the first time you don't even know what the premise yeah. is hmm. that uh, the scene, the scene after that. I hate him so much. Like, yeah. like that. I that, hate like him that, so much. That kind of uh, statutory rape, um, with uh, her being kind of unconscious, or drifting in and out of consciousness, and not being aware, mm. and and it's like so plot wise. It's necessary for it's necessary for the for, tension for the to plot, for like... it to be ambiguous. Mm. So, um, but the just like. The way that he he passes it off, and the way that the the dialogue in that sequence, mm. and the way the two actors yeah. perform that, I really I, love. I was sitting there like, being like, "Oh, that's, yes, that's, you have said actually all the things." That's I gross. You to say. That's yeah. like that's I, yeah. wrong. And she says everything of the like. We could have like, yeah, I was like, yes, like yes, yes. Yeah. yes, please, yeah. please, please say those words. So she those she words does are really have important. agency. It's really hard because like she she has to. She has to be vulnerable in the film, but she also has to have agency enough that she's she's being proactive she, about. She has to have underlying strength of self, mm. even in a context of a time period when she was, yeah, not. It's an interesting yeah. character, and yeah. and a cool female lead character in a yeah, yeah for at sure. a time where there wasn't many. Yeah, and I, I think it, it's it's intriguing. Um, did you say all the best roles were written for men? Mm. By any chance? <laughs> uh, but yes, it's uh, 
Uh, Look, I don't have statistics to back me up, she says, thinking about the yeah. statistics she now has to make sure are up to date. Book, book those tickets, Melbourne. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the scene is, um, basically set up is where they, they have the moose. And I do have to say, thank you so much, Robert Woods, for giving us moose. At the time. At the time in the, of the scene. <laughs> it, it's that kind of immersive theatre I love. Uh, yeah. Mine had a bit of a chalky undertaste, yeah. but that's, that's fine. Uh, and then, so she has a bit of the moose, but she's a bit suspicious, so she doesn't eat all of it. And then she suddenly gets very woozy gets taken to bed and then we have this dream sequence as you say which has got a blending of the dream and the reality Mm. and she dreams that she is sexually assaulted initially by her husband and then by the devil or like kind of like like, yeah and and it's crossed over in such a way where you're uncertain as to what's going on or what's happening and i thought it's a really like horrifying and effective scene and then, yes, you have the scene afterwards in the bedroom where Guy basically goes, oh, yeah, no, we, I, I had sex with you last night because you said you wanted to have the baby. And it's like, oh, <laughs> off. Like, it's just like, I, I hate that. You, you, in fact, but you, in fact, actively say that she passed out. Yeah. And then you tell us that. It's not just yeah. that you had sex with her. Yeah. You actively knew mm. that she was passed out and put her to bed. And, yeah, and then yeah. had sex. And we, we, we know that Guy is not set up to be a good person. No. A lot of yeah. his behaviours are quite selfish even uh, before that. A lot of those things where and it's after kind of like, it, And afterwards. Yeah. It can, like, the yeah. gaslighting, the he's whole... A, he's like, a skadoosh bag, yeah. Like, yeah, it's, he's, it's, he's the yeah. worst. But, mm. but, but, like, that particular scene where they have that is, like... Part of me was, like, I actually didn't like that it was there because the fact oh, really? that she woke up with the scratches on her was actually, for me, maybe enough to be like, oh, did something actually happen or was it a dream? I mean, she has the scratches, so something must have happened. Maybe that ambiguity would have been good. But at the same time, by having that conversation and giving um, Mia Farrow's character... um, What's the film called? Rosemary, yes. Uh, (laughs) Giving... I I, I kept forgetting her name (laughs) while I was writing my notes. I kept writing Mia Farrow instead by accident. But the fact that Rosemary then says the things, you know, says, hey... We didn't have. You didn't have to do that. Could you have know. done it this morning. Yeah. Or, tom- or you know, tomorrow or tonight. 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 Yeah. It was yeah. that. It was that phrase. Like it didn't have to be that exact moment. Yeah. Which was like, yeah. And I, I'm glad that that's in there so that she says that. So that tiny the bits is of aware. smatters of feminism. Yeah, it's good. It's, but, it's, but but at the yeah. same hints of feminism. <laughs> yeah. Sprinkle yeah. throughout. Look, we're gonna, We're yeah. just gonna brush this film with feminism. It's yeah. good. No, I I I think but, it's a really important. But at the same screen, time, especially in 1968. Yeah, uh, but at the same yeah. time, looking yeah. at it with modern sensibilities, yeah. uh, and looking at it and going, I, oh, I don't know that that. I, I definitely don't think it, it would be scripted that way if you were making this film brand new in 2023. Do you? I I I think it. it might still be because mm. I think I don't know that it would be f- I don't know that the way that he says it would yeah, have been said I that think, way but I think you, the rest like, of it I would think, have been I think kept. it could mm. be because I do think like we are meant to feel that way about him yeah yeah. I, I feel like the film is positioning us to yeah. like it, to it, yeah. not not to think that he's like yeah. the best husband in the world I feel like the, a, 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 a more modern version of this film would more likely go with an insinuation where you're like I'm pretty sure he did well, it or yeah there there is a modern version yeah. of the film starring mm. Zoe Saldana that mm. she did as a, a was well, a mini series, a two night mini series, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it's it's weird because it's coming from the point of view that it presumes everyone that watches it has, has probably already seen, seen the original. So okay. the ambiguity just it's fine it, because it just, you kind of know it's mm. not there. Yeah, right. I mean, I think for for me, if you were modernizing that scene, I'd I'd almost think you would 
remove the thing about her being passed out and say something like, I put you to bed rather than it. Ne- like, I think the implication right. of her being passed out and then him doing it are things that would not fly with a modern audience, but the rest of it probably would. Yeah. Fly. As, that- I mean, as you, yeah. as, as you're saying, Rob, like the, the mechanics of how sex works and how it, demon insemination works are that sex had to happen, but, yeah, I, I just feel as though it, it's really effective. Like, I'm so glad you have the scientific knowledge for how uh, demon well, when you have demon a doc- conception works. When you have a doctorate, you have to know these things. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, but, but, but yes, it was... I might have to call Dr. Car- <laughs> Dr. Carmen Dolly for some uh, fact-checking on that one. Uh, maybe, 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 yeah. Um, but yes, it's, it, it, it's really... I think it's a really incredibly put together part of the film. I think yeah. it's really good. I think as you say the performances are fantastic. Like we we are fully on board with Rosemary at that point and we are well and truly yeah. against Guy from that point on. I, I think she does get put upon yeah quite mm. a lot. Yeah. Especially towards the start, which I feel like That's her first moment of actually her. really standing up for herself. Yeah. Mm. And you And you go good. You go, yeah. Everyone goes yeah. good. Yeah. Um I, the only thing about that scene, that sequence that I didn't love was that I think that some of the um, makeup and costuming of, quote unquote, the devil in it has aged because yeah. it is, you know, 55 years yeah. Yeah. since the film was made. But that's... Old. They don't show too much of it, but like the hand the and hands. then like, and then, and then you get the flash of the eyes. Mm. Yeah, I think it, it's... But and I'm it's... also friends with a couple of people who are like film makeup people who yeah. I'm just like, Emmett, you've ruined some of that stuff from those those eras okay. for a long time, but yeah. yeah. Um, but yes, she falls pregnant. We, we don't know who the father is. Um, uh, well, we do, but we, we don't know. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Either way, a bad guy. Yeah. Um, and mm. so, yeah, we follow her pregnancy. Uh, we have her friend Hutch turning up and going, hey, you look awful. Because I, cause she, do- she does. I was like, if you've lost more than like 5% of your body weight during pregnancy, and by the way, she's probably lost like 15, 20% mm. at that point. It's like, you're supposed to see your GP and like, they're supposed to do something about that. Yeah. But, um, uh, but clear up in a few days. <laughs> but yes, they're hard. Well, magically days later. In yeah. like, like instantly after a party, like just. No, no. Clear, clear. M- yeah, like, like mid party. Like, completely like just like, like snaps yeah. out of it. It's like, she's fine. She Which got over the house. perhaps it's magic based. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Hutch turns up. He's like, hang on a minute. I suspect something. And then as soon as he's about to give the answer, whoop, coma. Um, and I I just really liked how the, the film did a good job of like keeping the story going to the point where all the twists and like realizations had to happen around and after the birth of the child. Because I think if she figures out, oh, they're witches like halfway through the pregnancy, it, 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 it changes things because it removes that... It removes the the impending ticking clock. You, you get an hour of Zoe Saldana screaming. <laughs> oh, all right. And running around, and you get kind of tired of it. Okay. Yeah, I think Yikes. it it certainly needs the slow ramp because you are mm. progressing through nine months as well. Like you're not. Yeah. We do jump time skips and stuff, but mm. it doesn't feel yeah. that way because at least they're taking the time. Yeah. In those moments. You know, what we haven't talked about. Is these neighbours? Well, that's just what I'm coming to now. the The wonderful she's Castavets. so good. Yeah, she is so good. Mini- I hate her, but she's so good. <laughs> Mini Castavet. Oh my god! Did, uh, didn't she win an Oscar? Yeah, for uh, so best supporting actress. Yeah. I I had to check just as we, after we finished the film. I'm like, mm. you have to. Have, yes, good. Yeah, good. I think it revitalised her career. And she, she she 
she got feels of... e- exactly as obnoxiously annoying as you would imagine Rosemary would find her, which I think is always a hard thing when you're yeah. trying to pitch a performance like that. Also, like it's, it feels pitched slightly more heightened than the stuff going on around mm. her. Like a lot of stuff around her is quite grounded, and it feels like a very bold character, especially the way she's like done the makeup, the and, blue like, eye. When the they blue enter eye the film, mm. when yeah. they enter the film and With walking down stuff. the street, and there's yeah. like. Oh, they're both just wearing the most beautiful. garish, like, yeah. I, like, whoa. I, I like, hate to say it, but that is what I anticipate myself and my wife will be like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In, about, in about 40 years. 100%. As soon as they turned up, I was like, oh, I've seen that because we, we dress like guys. Yeah, we dress like that now sometimes. I can imagine eccentric old couple, Satanists, um, maybe, maybe not going to rule it out. But, but uh, like, even their banter back yeah. and forth, like, like they, they like... They say things and ignore each other and yeah. get going and just blast through it. And yeah. But, it, but so I sat good. there looking at it being like, but, and I think that's the one thing that is done really well is because you, you see it in, um, I was about to call him husband guy. And I'm like, oh yeah, no, his name is Guy. That's, yeah. that's <laughs> helpful. Okay, well done. Um, that uh, they are, all those performances are pitched at Rosemary's, Rosemary's perception of these people yeah. as yeah. opposed to what you could very easily do, especially if you were doing this modernly mm. of them feeling reasonably realistic. Mm. Yeah. Oh, but it's like, such no, a subjective it's, it's a really, it's, it's a really very well subjective done from film. her angle. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and they're fantastic performances. I, I think the supporting cast in this film are really great. There's, there's not a person yeah. in here who I'm like, what are they doing here? Like, um, I, I think Hutch plays it really well. Again, playing to like, he, he's so positive and so warm because that's how Rosemary views him. Um, I, I, I think it's pitched really well. I, I, I really like Tracy's, it, sorry, not Tracy, Terry's um, mm, little scene start. that she had. Yeah, I like the, the, the three friends. Kind of wanted a little bit more of them, like of the, yeah. the, the, the like... I feel like there probably the was one that got cut out. Yeah, like, her... yeah, at the very start, I kind of wanted to see the sort of before life. Yeah, the, girl, the girlfriends more... being like, oh, you're going to go buy a house. Oh, isn't that swell? Like, yeah, that kind of just thing. because I think we suddenly get this one scene with all these caring friends and you're mm. like, hang on. Who like, are all these people? Who are you? And yeah. there's and so then many of you. Suddenly and there's ethnicity how... in the film. <laughs> and then and then where did they go? <laughs> like, yeah. Well, cause they, I I mean, mean, ooh, where do they go? I mean, that's probably only... Yeah. We know witches got them. That's that's what yeah, happened. It, it, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> oh god, it's interesting. You, you can very much feel that like when the like the time period the film came out in beca- mm. because of the way some of those things are not included, yeah, um, yeah. which a modern audience would somewhat expect us to say. Yeah, the, I'm thinking of like even just what's the um, like the Devil Wears Prada. You get just enough of Andy's real world mm. as as opposed to the yeah. like, the priestly of it all that it you go oh so, okay so that you know the contrast yeah when you yeah. see it yeah. Yeah, but it, it's just a wonderful sporting cast. I mean, mm. Doc, Dr. Abe is just, oh, take two of these and drink, drink the milk and ignore everything else. <laughs> yes. just, just his, like... Don't read, don't read books. I yes. was like... Don't read the books. <laughs> don't don't like you. friends. Yeah. yeah. No two pregnancies are alike. Like, yes. I was like, okay. Yeah, but, cool. but, but, but then when you're watching it, like, I'm, I'm sure re-watching this and knowing, oh, he's working for some Satanists who's trying to get baby Adrian born, you're like, yeah. you know what? That, that reads really I mean, well. It feels obvious enough the first time watching yeah. through. Well, maybe just for us today. No, no, I, 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 I was like, oh no, I don't like you. Um, that probably <laughs> yeah. means you're a baddie. Um, yeah. But that's just again, mm. like, because yeah, it's like it's, it's laid out for you it. if you're if you're looking for. I mean, I wasn't actively looking for it, but like, it's the mm. kind of it's there. One. Yeah. yeah. It's there. And then um, yeah, you know, she she has the baby, and yep. um, 
he yeah he has his father's eyes and she chooses to mother him yeah which i think is a really fascinating ending that she that 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 that, that, that she like goes yeah. over to the cradle mm. and yeah then... because she sees bloody what's her face Jan or whatever her name no, was. Louis, 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 starts with an L. Yeah, the... rock, rock in the cradle too much, too fast. <laughs> um, like, she's a fun. Guy. But I love that she she sees it and she feels that that thing of oh that's God, coming in and just starting to knit. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just being like, we live here now, and yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, but 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 yeah, her having that 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 what whatever you want to call it, like that instinct or yeah. that feeling or that that connection that that exists despite the fact that she knows it's the spawn of Satan mm. and the fact that she chooses to, as Roman was saying, you don't have to be a part of the cult. You just have to be a mother. And that she chooses to, in that moment, take on that role. Yeah. And we obviously don't know what happens. Yeah. Uh, that's what yeah. it, I was trying to work out like why I felt like the ending felt weird. And I think it's because we go from it's the spawn of Satan back to the same energy as we've just had moments before with this chunky disconnect in the middle because i i agree i like i like the ending mm. like the mm. very very ending mm. that's yeah and that is the 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 like <gasps> shocking moment yeah mm. like it's not just that it's the sport of saying is that oh no and she's gonna she's gonna help yeah. mm. she's she's been pulled in we've lost rosemary yeah our oh. protagonist has been... And those incredibly expressive eyeballs. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she's great. Mia Farrow's great. great. Just superb. Um, <laughs> I love the moment where I'm just like, there's the haircut. Yes. Yes, the Vidal Sassoon. Yes. Um, Kate, what I will ask, uh, how satisfying was her spitting in Guy's face? Ah, uh, so much. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, didn't quite get him in the eyeball, but pretty close. <laughs> yeah, that was... That, that yes, was, please. That was, that was very satisfying. <laughs> I was like, ah, you put your mojo back and then you're back down to being a good 60s housewife. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, but that's just it. She chooses to to look after the child herself. Yes. She's not there as part of a family unit. They, they, they even say, look, we don't care if you'd like us. It's just, you know, look after the kid. You can be the mum. That's fine. Because for, from the Satanist perspective... You know, he's got a... Satan's back. Satan's yes. back, but he's still a baby. You know, he's got yeah. stuff to do. They're probably sick of pumping that milk and taking it through and storing it. They're like, you know, yeah. he, so he will, arguably, Satan will, will do better if... Satan's son will do better if he is shown a mother's love, which is such an interesting concept. And it kind of just makes me want to watch Good Omens now. That's the only thing. <laughs> it makes me want to watch The Omen, like The Omen 3. Mm. Sam Neill. Yeah. Um, it's... Yeah, what 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 an interesting film. I mean, there is a sequel what? to Rosemary's Baby. Called what about what happened? Whatever to... happened to Rosemary's Baby? Ah, oh, okay. It's directed by the the editor of this one. That was a TV movie. That Why was... do I feel like it was not good? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just have this, I've, this I've, underlying I've never seen suspicion. It. it was not. I've good. never seen it, but it did. Get maybe that's a fu- maybe that's reviewed. a future uh, future what what Rob has not seen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll do unnecessary sequels month. Yeah, we'll there you just... go. Plenty, plenty of them. Yes, yeah. not seen. Uh, some of which are very good, but yeah. some of which were very unnecessary. Yeah. Grease the 2. Bird... Unnecessary, but very funny. <laughs> the Birds 2, Land's End. God. <laughs> Another made-for-TV movie. Aye, aye, aye. Well, shall we um, delve into the trivia land? Would you like some trivia about Rosemary's Baby? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> All of this trivia comes from IMDb, so if it's not true, don't blame me. According to 
Mia Farrow, mm-hmm. the scene where Rosemary walks in front of the traffic was spontaneous and genuine. Uh, Roman Polanski is reported to have told her, nobody will hit a pregnant woman. The scene was successfully shot with Farrow walking into real traffic and Polanski following, operating the handheld camera since he was the only one willing to do it. Only one stupid enough to do it. Yeah, look, mm. it's a great shot, however... <laughs> Mm. You can get permits. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. In, in 1960, you know, who knows? I mean, wasn't it I mean, the, would... wasn't Midnight Cowboy the next year? Yeah. What was it about the late sixties and just walking into traffic? Walking into traffic. Yeah. I mean, I'd make well, that a joke one, about that, that one. They not... had closed. Oh, and the cab Midnight just Cowboy. They had closed off, right. and the cab just went through the barrier, right, and went into where they were shooting. So, right, oh, they okay. weren't controlled traffic there. But you can, mm. like, they were shooting in the middle of the day. I guess they just like harder to control traffic in the middle of the day, lighting and stuff. Mia Farrow also said in an interview that the actor who played the devil, Clay Tanner, what a name, um, was completely naked during their scene, uh, dressed up in the demonic makeup with vertical contact lenses. Uh, She said Tanner spent hours uh, grinding on top of her as they were shooting the scene. After they were done, he got up, shook her hand, and in a very cordial and business-type fashion said, Miss Farrow, it was a pleasure working with you. uh, Mia shook his hand and said thank you. Uh, He's a very lovely man, she said. I'm I'm sure he is. My brain just screamed about onset safety. It's fine. Yeah. (laughs) That seems very Give him a little pair of pants, at least. Well... Yeah, like, I mean, I know vastly too much now about how you you do some of that stuff in film for, for people's protection, but uh, it's the 1960s, so that yeah. wasn't happening. No, no, it's the 1960s. It's Roman Polanski. And, yeah, that uh, too. I was like, there was a lot of, like, arbitrary nudeness in that particular sequence. I was like, why is everyone naked? Yeah. Why? For the greater good, I guess. There's only <laughs> so, many, so many aged nips that I needed to see. Mm. But, that, that's, that, it, that, that's like a thing in... In uh, satanic yeah. ritual films, there's, there's again, always just a bunch of naked, naked people. people. And again, like, would have been very shocking yeah. <clears throat> in the cinema at the time. Still quite shocking now. We don't see a lot of nude old people. No. Even Calendar Girls didn't have that many. So. It, was, it was a considerable amount. There was a considerably long, slow pan around them. Mm. The horror. The, the horror. horror. Age. Yes. Uh, comes be- for us all. <laughs> Before the filming of the scene of Rosemary calling Donald Baumgart, the actor who mysteriously went mm. blind... Uh, Mia Farrow did not know who would be speaking the lines on the other end. Uh, it was Tony Curtis who spoke the lines. And uh, in the scene, Farrow shows some slight confusion, unable to place the voice. This was done deliberately uh, because they were hoping that she'd sort of go, oh, I know that voice kind of thing. But yeah, apparently that's Tony Curtis. Mm. Lovely. Nice. Yeah, good stuff. Fun fact. Yes. Uh, Mia Farrow ate actual raw liver for the scene in the movie, despite being a vegetarian at the time. It's very high in iron, so it's not bad for you. Mm. Well, this seems like a perfect time <laughs> to go, what the science? Science! With yes. Kate O'Sullivan. Uh, Kate, now, you, you've stated while we were watching this, you're, you're not necessarily an expert on pregnancy uh, science. As, as one who has neither been pregnant nor intent, nor has any soon reason to be pregnant nor mm. has a medical degree. No, not, no. My, uh, not my, my exact area mm. of, of science. It's a... I say squishy sciences are ones that you poke it and it goes squish. I I did hard science, so they flicked things that went ding. Mm. Well, um, obviously she ate liver. Yes. Is is there anything else in the in the world of meat, I guess, or mm. the world of like unusual foods that you know of that are beneficial to a healthy bouncing uh, baby child of Satan, um, or just I, a regular? I know human? that there are things that you actively avoid, which mm. are more to do with um... tennis root. Yeah, <laughs> <Tennis> root. <laughs> well, the, the the made up herb, the wine um, that they gave her. 
in yeah, like, look, that was, the, was a all of the cigarettes. Um, yeah, like that, that vodka from Australia. You know, oh yeah, the vodka blush. I the, vo- the, the vodka blush. Yes, I I I liked that. They, what look, who knows what was in the concoction? But like, mm. you know, they talk about drinking milk. They talk about like eggs. Um, those are things that people suggest that pregnant people should eat mm. because. You are literally growing more bones inside of you. So calcium and mm. those kinds of things are important. Mm. Um, a lot Proteins. of pregnant women get low iron. So legumes and green stuff. It's, it's you know, mm. that's that's the kind of the, the good things. Do the, the things that you would expect. But if you're, um, if, if you're giving birth to the son of Satan specifically. <laughs> yeah. Look. Exactly. Um, bit of sulfur. Bit of brimstone. Look, I'd say what denomination high, of Satan? Um, <laughs> That's a good point. High, high proportions of iron rich for your regular blood intake would yeah. probably not be a terrible. Um, mm. uh, what was I writing? Um, <laughs> Maybe I, just some hot sauce on top of whatever you normally have. Yeah, <laughs> like or lots of spicy foods. Like, I mean, difficult, yeah. um, difficult to mm. uh, to know necessarily. Yeah. Like you know, there, there is a whole thing about you don't eat raw meat. In pregnancy, but that's more to do with what other things you could contract. catch and yeah. contract and let get carried on. Like, um, I mean, yeah, just raw meat in general. People generally shouldn't eat that anyway. Mm. But like, you know, when you things like ham and salami and stuff, you're supposed to cook it mm. and eat it shortly afterwards because you're trying to avoid things that can be carried on those processes right. and, um, and things like that. Um, same with like seafood you, mm. you, there's some things you don't eat some things you can but you have to make sure you cook it thoroughly and, mm. and those kinds of things I'm not going to go with that that steak was particularly well cooked when it was a yeah. <laughs> little bit of done. a like, little bit of a flash fry yeah it was... yeah very blue steak that steak yeah, yeah. Um, so this was originally a book as the credits mm. tell us uh, by um, Ira Levin mm. who felt that this film was the single most faithful adaption of a novel that he had ever seen come out of Hollywood um yeah. William Castle speculated the reason for this was because that uh, Roman Polanski had never adapted another writer's work before and was unaware of how much freedom he had in making the adaption. Yeah, he he, I I, I did watch some extra features on the the, the Blu-ray mm. I've got, and and he said he read the book and and thought, ah, oh, literally to make the screenplay, all I have to do is just put it into screenplay format, oh. and that's what he did. And wow. then and then the executive said, this is great. But it's like 600 pages long and the script needs to be 100 pages long. Right. Yeah. So you need to cut it down. And he's okay. like, ah. And that's where all of the trouble mm. that he had with it, the adaptation was just all of the stuff that he cut out. But I think he like kept everything. Almost it first, it certainly feels, feels like the, the first book. sort of half of the book is probably in there. And then the second half is uh, maybe the bit that's mm. shrinked, shrunk, shrunken. Yes. Um, Rosemary's haircut by Vidal Sassoon mm. is also in the book. Uh, Sassoon really cut Mia Farrow's hair for this film, mm-hmm. as we saw in the credits at the beginning. Um, the book mentions she gets the haircut while out running errands after she discovered that she's pregnant. And as mentioned in the book, Guy's not a big fan. Yeah, I, I mean, like, that's the haircut that everyone knows as, like, if you, you know, if that's the haircut you want, you go, I want the Mia Farrow and Rosemary's Baby mm. haircut. Yeah, right. Just for clarity, I don't want the Mia Farrow and Rosemary's Baby haircut. No, Thank no. you, I do not have the head shape It's a bold it. haircut. Mm. I don't have the head shape for it. But, yeah. like, it's, it's definitely, like very recognizable very much something that has stood the test of of, of reference mm, yeah 
for years. Yeah, it looks great. Mm. Um, you can see product placement for so many things in this film, <laughs> but specifically uh, the Yamaha Corporation at mm. the beginning of the film with the uh, commercial that Guy is in. Mm. Um, Yamaha repaid Roman Polanski by giving him and John Castavetz free scooters for showcasing their products. Nice. So, you know, director and actor, you did the Yamaha commercial in the thing. Have some Yamahas. I mean, my personal favourite is the giant pile of cigarettes that just get dumped out <laughs> on the table. Exactly. Um, Castavets and Polanski would race around New York with, in their scooters, occasionally with Mia Farrow riding on the back. Feels <laughs> right. Yeah. Nice, nice stuff. According to um, an article from The Wrap, uh, this time period that the film mm. was being made was around the time that Mia Farrow left Frank Sinatra mm. and that she partly ended up getting divorced from Frank Sinatra by making this film. Um, Sinatra is pressuring Farrow to quit the film uh, as their marriage was suffering and she was about to relent but then the Paramount executive Robert Evans showed her the dailies and said Mia, you'll win the Oscar if you do this Uh, that convinced her to stay on board with the production apparently several days later Frank Sinatra served her divorce papers on the set of Rosemary's Mm. Baby Um, Farrow did not win the Oscar for a performance and in fact was not even nominated for an Oscar but look, I mean what a snub Mm. Well, yeah. I mean, she does a really good job. I think the problem is, though, that because her character doesn't... Everything happens to her character in this. It's hard to... It's hard to win an Oscar when you're the the subject as opposed to the... I think she she has enough... The character has enough agency towards the end. Compared to other people who would have been making films at the time. I, I, I don't know who she was up against or what films... Mm. I wonder, did did old um, did old Blue Eyes himself? You know, he, mm. he had some connections. <laughs> Maybe he went, hey, make sure, make sure she don't get no well, nomination. He did. I mean, he had his own film coming out in the same week as really? Rosemary's yeah. Baby. Okay, and uh, Rosemary's Baby tounced it. <laughs> well, that's very satisfying. So he to was hear. probably he was probably pissed off. Mm. Yeah, because we know that Ruth Gordon won for Best Supporting Actress. Give me one second, I'll be able to tell you. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happened, like, do 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 do. While we're talking about things, winners and nominees. Nine. Uh, it's the forty-first because okay. this is what happens. Um, so the best actress nominees. Well, it was a tie for first. Oh. So she was up against Joanne Woodward in Rachel Rachel, Vanessa Redgrave in Isadora, huh. Pat uh, Patricia Neal in The Subject Was Roses, huh. and the tied Patricia win- Neal. The tied winners were Catherine Hepburn in The Lion in Winter and, oh. Bar- and Barbara Streisand in Funny Girl. Like, mm, I'm really yeah, sorry. Okay. But that year, you weren't winning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. yeah, you know. That's, okay. that's what I mean by, like, she is the su- she's the subject in this that everything happens to, mm. where a lot of those roles are... The Lion yeah. in Winter is such a... I mean... And, um, yeah. and, and Funny, funny Girl, Girl is like, like... You're playing Funny Bryce. Like, you're like... Yeah, 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 yeah like, okay. Sorry, in, Mia. <laughs> in a nice way, Mia, you were never going to win that, darling. Yeah. That's, that's not on that's you. Rough. That's on that's that's on that year. Yeah. <laughs> oh, bad luck. Um, it's But it, it is interesting that... um That... Is it Ruth Gordon? Yes. Yeah. It won, won Best Supporting because... Would you like to know who she was up against? Sure. The, the Academy general, generally yeah. doesn't recognize uh, like these kind of oh, thriller horrors yeah. very often like mm. rarely do they get yeah. nominated like get out is a mm. is a rare exception yeah. of a film like that or like even silence of the lamb something like that mm. um so she was up against um lynn carlin in faces sandra Locke in the heart is a lonely hunter 
Kay Medford in Funny Girl, who was the mother, mm. and uh, Estelle Parsons in Rachel Rachel. So, like, again, it's. It, I feel like she does so much work in this. She is the mm. one I would have said she was the closest to is. Um, the one that you look at and you go, play a character. <laughs> all right. Fine character actress. Jeez. All right. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, um, no. By the way, well, the best picture that year was Oliver. Was oh, the John Wolfe Oliver. There we go. Um, so. Which Roman yes. Pulaski made a version of mm, yes. later on. Indeed. Um, yeah. I quite liked it. The final bit of trivia that I have here is that there is a much disputed, but also much encouraged rumor that Sharon Tate... Um, who was Roman Polanski's uh, partner, mm. appeared unbilled uh, at the party that Rosemary gives for her young friends. Uh, Tate was Polanski's first choice to play Rosemary before Farrow was eventually selected for the film. Uh, although Sharon Tate did visit the set a few times and was uh, potentially an understudy for Farrow's role in this film, it has never been confirmed if she was indeed uh, in mm. the film as an extra, and this remains a quite famous uh, urban legend. I would believe it though. Mm. I, in she's there in the behind-the-scenes footage that yeah. they have in the Katorian Collection Blu-ray, mm. um, and she's in the photos and stuff. Yeah. So like, it's a it's a it's, a, it's a very plausible yeah idea that she could be in that party somewhere. There are a lot of people in that party. Yeah. But it's no one's ever come out from the film and gone. Yes, she was there. She was definitely in that right. scene. Yeah. Um, but yeah. There you go. So with all that being said. It's time to score the film. Oh. And Kate, you oh get no. to go first because it was your first time watching Rosemary's Baby. Yes. Uh, what score would you give it out of 10? Um, I think I think mostly because it's it feels like it's dated, not because it's not a good film and shouldn't be watched. I'm mm. going to go with like six and a half. Mm, that feels mean. Can I have 6.75? Yeah, sure. Like, it's not seven, but like mm. 6.75, uh, what the hell is in that beverage uh. <laughs> drinks out mm. of um, out of 10? Funnily enough, 6.75 eggs were in that beverage. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, what about yourself, Rob? I would give Rosemary's Baby... Uh, I, I do I do really like this film. I'm, mm. I'm going to give it an eight chalky undertastes out of mm. 10. That's yeah. Fair. Yeah, like, I, just I, to be clear, I didn't hate it. It's just like yeah, yeah. I, I sort of feel like I'm a little bit between where you two yeah. sit. To be honest, on this, I, I, I really did like it, uh, but there are bits of it where I'm like, that hasn't aged well. But at the same time, a lot of it has aged really well. Yeah, like that's the thing. It's mm. I, like it's it's very watchable. It's very watch. Oh no, for yeah. sure. Yeah, it's, yeah. I think I'm just being like. Yeah. No, but I, I think there are things which stand out as being a bit like oh, it doesn't. It's a bit clunky in parts. But it, I, like I can imagine, like seeing this at the time, I, I can well, see why it's such yeah. an influence. I, I saw the first time I saw this, mm. I didn't have that context. Oh. I was much younger. Mm. Yeah, and so that ending, I I still remember the feeling of watching yeah. this mm. with without that knowledge and the 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 sh- the shock and the thrill yeah. of that ending. So I think I'm still remembering that no, and that's as like, I watch it. That's so yeah, that's not so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it's yeah. absolutely, and fair. it's it's so, it must be so weird to to know like because it's mm. just part it's of pop culture. Yeah. It's yeah. like yeah, it's so ingrained in people's memories that. Mm. But it, but know. it's definitely worth a watch. Yeah, yeah, uh, this Criterion Collection version was was a really lovely version to watch yeah. as well. Uh, so I'm going to give it a seven and a half 
Luther's and Nobody Loves an Albatross's <laughs> out of 10. Because, uh, yeah, they just kept, I just kept thinking of the TV show, Luther. I'm like, that's pretty good. Yeah, I, I, yeah. He's, he's done all right. Yeah. Particularly because this is like 40 years before that took place. Yeah. <laughs> well done. Uh, but yes. Stage adaptation of the TV show. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Luther, the musical. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, but that brings us to the end of this episode. So, Robert and Kate, thank you so much for joining me on the Cinema Catch-Up Club. Thank Thanks you. Us. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. <laughs> and... I'm not saying that on something that's going on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, true, fair enough. Um, yeah, uh, and just for balance... Praise be. Now, <laughs> uh, for those of you who are uh, listening to this and going, ah, oh, this was a really fun episode, but are there approximately 320 at time of recording episodes I could also listen to? <gasps> there oh. is, yes. Oh. Um, I actually bumped into somebody um, who is uh, a friend of the show's uh, brother who started listening to the program for the first time in the last week. Because uh, he was like, yeah, I kept meaning to like listen to this because my siblings on it, and they were they apparently got really hooked and have listened to like ten or twelve of them, and they got I, they got I go through binges of it, for yeah, sure, when it, I'm, like, and like nice. you, and you can binge it if that's how yeah. you want to do it. Just find us on Patreon. Uh, uh, so, well, no, sorry, that's later. Find us on um, SoundCloud, iTunes, uh, those sorts of services, uh, whatever you use to watch your podcasts on. I hear Spotify is a place where that is as well. We can be found in all of those places. So just search was over there it was really lovely though and thank you for listening uh you know who you are and uh you may yes thank you so much it was really lovely um to to hear that uh you can also send me comments about where you're listening in this world of ours uh on facebook just search for us over at facebook uh there's a little search bar there somewhere just search for the cinema catch-up club uh like the page for news and updates and finally that is our patreon um you can be part of our special cult uh where for as little as a dollar a month uh, you can help fund all the black robes that we need for our meetings when we record these podcasts. Uh, just search for us over at patreon.com forward slash CCUC podcast. But that is all for this week. So until next time, goodbye. Bye. This robe needs some summoner. <laughs>